Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today's uh, guest is Bill Graham from The Food Table, and we're going to get into that in a few minutes, but first, welcome, Bill. Uh, thank you, Peter. Glad to be here. Okay. So, Bill, let's start with your academic background. Did you uh, go to post-secondary? Uh, I well, to go way back, I, I did graduate from grade nine, so they told me. And uh, I did uh, move on through the years and add things to my education and ended up in, uh, being a, kind of a senior student in 1998 where I got my, my Master of Science in Education. Wow, that's terrific. What about your work career? Where did that start, and how many uh, different jobs have you had during the years? Well, I had a lot of different jobs. I started off uh, as an electrician. Uh, sorry, as, as a, a mechanic first, and then a couple of years later, I found I was doing more electrical and mechanical, so I get into the electrical apprentices. And I worked uh, construction. This is, this is going back in the 60s, 70s. Uh, worked for Atomic Energy and uh, uh, ended up uh, going with management there as senior skills instructor. And from there, I came to Ontario. People say, why did you come to Ontario? I say, hunger sent me. And I ended up working uh, for a contractor here, electrically. Then I went to George Brown and taught for a few years. And after that, I started my own training school, uh, training fiber optic technicians, certifying them for the Fiber Optic Association. And I did that for about 25 years and certified pretty well all the Bell Techs in Ontario up to about uh, four or five years ago when I retired. Since that, I've been kind of retired, sort of retired. And uh, (laughs) I'm told I'm retired, at least let's put it that way. But uh, we've been involved in in uh, uh, charitable work, and when I say we, I include my wife Shirley because whatever I do, she's by my side, helping. So it's 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 not one of us; it's both of us. And uh, last March, we ended up when the COVID nineteen hit, uh, we saw where the homeless people were on the street; they couldn't even go to a washroom or or a restaurant. So we said, okay, we're going to put up a food table for them. And we put it up not only for the homeless, but also for the people that just didn't have enough money at the end of the month for food. Uh, the many mothers that were going home to make supper and nothing to make it with. So we included them also. And the third group that's important to us are the veterans that are on the street. Many veterans that came back from Vietnam mainly. Uh, ended up uh, on the street and in many cases homeless. And there's a lot of good programs for that. So basically those are the three things that we're doing right now. And uh, we have uh, uh, two food tables going that we keep going steady. One is at uh, on Dundas, Dundas and Shepherd. 
and the other is uh, at the dam, and that's uh, the dam is a youth place on uh, here, Ontario, about uh, two blocks up from uh, Dundas, and we fill that table morning and evening, and it uh, it goes dry in two or three hours. So there there's a lot of need in both places. So that's in Mississauga for those who are not sure what uh, Bill is describing. And Bill, you came from another province, did you? I uh, came from uh, Nova Scotia, from Cape Breton, and we moved here in 1985. And as some of you may have figured from the numbers that Bill has described, he's more than 39 years old. <laughs> yes, yes, we had, uh, uh, we both enjoyed our 80th birthdays. Wow. You are you are uh, 39 because you're still working. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, a couple of anniversaries as part of that? Yeah, we've had a few anniversaries along the way, and we've got a fairly big family with uh, uh, six children, seven grandchildren, and uh, nine great-grandchildren. Well, that's terrific. So let's get back to the food table. Now, obviously a very interesting concept, but are you not competing with food banks? No, the food bank, their objective is to get food out to people. And we give people information on where the food bank is, but in many cases, it's too far for them to go. Uh, the times that they're available don't work for them. And uh, uh, the food table fills that gap. For example, where the food table is now, uh, a Dundas would be about seven kilometers from the food bank. The only way most people get there is by bus. And then they have a fair bit of stuff to carry back. So some people do go to the food bank and they come back and say, hey, Thanks for the information. I went there and I got a great order because uh, the food banks are, are serving a good purpose. Uh, they, they're happy with what we're doing because their objective is to feed people. Whatever way works to get food for people, that seems to be what, what they want. Okay, so you're complimenting what the food bank is doing, not competing. Uh, complimenting it and also getting some support from them. Now, how do you get the word out to people that you're setting up these food tables? Well, it's very easy. We set the table up. We put food on it. Uh, it the table has a sign that says, free food, uh, take what you need, and uh, self-distance. And people just stop by, and uh, we say, if you're short of food and you need food, then this table is for you. Aren't you concerned that some young kids might steal some of that stuff? This has happened, but it's it's very rare. And I have to overlook that because 90% of the people are stopping. They're taking one item or two or maybe three, which is the way it should be. And are you sure you're reaching the three groups that you mentioned that you're trying to reach? We're, we're reaching it to 
as good an extent as we can with the two tables. If there were 10 or 12 more tables, then it would be better. Now, there are two additional tables on Dundas that uh, a couple of the tow truck drivers have. One is down at uh, by Winters by the Arendelle uh, Shopping Center, and the other is at the bottom of uh, Dixie Dundas in Mississauga. So, so both, both in Mississauga. And they're, oh, yes, run, they're run by truck drivers. Yeah, some of the tow truck drivers that, that got involved with me at the start, when I say get involved, uh, they were bringing food, and uh, they thought, hey, this is a great thing to do. And they said, well, look, we're going to start doing that. And they got tables, and, they, and they're doing exactly that. Uh, their goal is to, to increase in numbers, as, as is mine. So how do you source the, uh, the food to put on the food tables? Well, where, where do you find we've been, it? We've been tangled up in this for years. Uh, we've got some friends that support as well. Uh, for example, Italia Pasta has al- always given us pasta for people in need. Uh, I say always, and this is going back about 14, 15 years. And some of these companies are, are very, very good. Uh, we've got friends that uh, uh, say, what do you need? And they, and they supply it. Uh, they're all people that, that want to help, and this is their way of doing their part and helping. Oh, that's terrific. Now, you did mention that you wanted to expand this. Where, where would you want to expand this, Bill? Well, where we are right now, I think, is the uh, probably the ideal spot in Mississauga. But you can go up and down Dixie Road. You can go south, and there's many, many more spots where where people are are, are in need. I, I when I stand at the table on Kennedy and, and Dundas, I can see five places that either buy gold or lend you money. And when I look to my left, I see a sixth. So I say, hey, this is absolutely the right spot to be. So these are some of the signs uh, of, of where a table is needed. Have you had a chance to talk to any of the people? Oh, yeah, we do. We don't stay at the table. I might be at the table for an hour, an hour and a half, maybe a couple of hours some days, or, or surely will. And, and, yes, we talk to them because we want to we understand their situation. And we want to we want to build trust because trust is the the most important thing to to people on the street. Can you give me a couple of examples of uh, people that you've talked to? Well, yeah. For example, last summer was really hot, as you know, and we probably put 150 bottles of water on the table a day, and. Some guys would come and say, or several had said, look, without that water, we wouldn't have made it through the summer. Another gal came and said, look, I haven't had to steal food for the whole summer because of this table. Uh, Some of them are people that uh, shouldn't be on the street. It's just that they, uh, for some reason, people lose their their home, their room, uh, lose their job. And it's easy for that to happen, but it's very hard to to get back to where they were. And and these are these are the people we we talk to, and uh, uh, 
I'm amazed some of the ones I talked to, the interesting backgrounds, and, and in the back of my mind, what I'm saying is, why are you on the street? There's some place where you fit. And to me, what we're doing is Band-Aids, uh, which are necessary, but the ideal situation to me is for the person to be off the street, to be working, to be raising a family, and paying taxes. And this is what I, I try to sell to the politicians. However, the, some of them have uh, uh, not very good hearing on that end. To me, that's the ultimate. Get them off the street and get them productive. So, Ralph, uh, I think our listeners may be able to help you there, but I'd like to know how you reach the uh, vets, those that have served in uh, wars or wartime situations. Okay, well, we, we work through the Legion. We're involved with another group called Soldiers Helping Soldiers, which works out of Denison Armory. And that group, I'm, I'm very impressed by them because they go out on the streets in Toronto in pairs looking for homeless veterans. And uh, uh, people that come to the table, often if they're older, I, I say, look, are you a veteran? Were you in the war? And the thing is, the, there's a lot of really good programs for veterans, and we sell poppies every poppy season, and the thing is that poppy money is there to, to help the veterans. That's its purpose. So we, we do watch for them, we do have information, and we pass out pamphlets on that. Uh, that's quite a variety of groups that you work with. Tell me about partnership. How important is partnership? Uh, partnerships are, are good because uh, we don't have formal partnerships. I don't think you'd call them formal. We've just had people that have, have worked with us for years and, and have helped us. Uh, and three or four that have said, hey, I, we've got some surplus material. Is it good to you? And, or we can get you food uh, from a place. And while these aren't formal, they've been very good partnerships for, for many years. And uh, we, we found that uh, I found, and this is my own way of thinking, if you commit yourself to doing something, what you need always seems to show up, and that's, that's worked for us for many, many years. So one of the things I noticed in the material that you sent me is besides uh, food, You've also been involved in giving out clothing. Out of which? You've been involved in giving out clothing where necessary. Oh, yeah, we do. And the, the Knights of Columbus this fall put on a, uh, in fact, one of the junior Knights or Squires put on a, a drive to get coats, and they had a van load of coats, hand mittens, gloves, scarves, and we had a, a couple of days down on Dundas Street where they gave them out. And we always have, have that with us. And uh, uh, my wife Shirley is a great knitter, and her knitting gets uh, ends up getting given out in places like that. Plus, people give her knitting for that. So we always have a good supply of cats, scarves, gloves. What about uh, masks? Have you considered that as a a necessity for the groups that you're uh, looking after? We have masks. In fact, a, a company gave us a couple of bo boxes of masks uh, just last week. And uh, anyone needs a mask, we give it to them. But uh, we don't 
see a lot of them wearing masks. And uh, it's something that they they have to make the choice. But if they want one, sure, we will absolutely happy to give them one. Well, that's that's a real challenge, isn't it? Because masks are, today are essential. Yes. So, okay, so let's uh, look a couple years down the road. Where do you see food on the table two years down the road? Well, <laughs> my wife was laughing. She she could imagine us going out a couple of years from now. Uh, now, it's a uh, well. What what happens with this, and the the thing that makes it so nice, people come along and they say, "Hi, how can we help?" And we say, "Well, if you want to bring food, if it's if it's uh, unopened and it's good dates, great." And people feel so good about doing this. And we're looking for people that say, well, hey, I want to feel a little better. I know a place where I can put a table, and I've got some friends that can come up with food. This is what I this, this is what I want to see happen, people doing it. Or places like uh, uh, the uh, United Church at the bottom of Mississauga Road, where there's a little cupboard on the wall and a post at the bottom of the road, Deacon's Cupboard, where people put food in. If you need food, you take some. If you have extra food, you put it in there. And I don't know why any church couldn't have a little deacon's cupboard in front of their church. Uh, and not just a church, a business to do it. it. It's a really nice approach of telling people that you you understand their situation and you want to help them whatever way you can. Well, that's terrific. Why don't you put your partner on for a couple of questions? Well, what would you like to ask her, Cheryl? Is she on? She's a little bit shy. That's okay. I'll make it pretty simple. <laughs> okay. Hello. Oh. Say hello. No. When did you get shy? That's you. Yeah. Not much. Uh, not having much luck there. Okay. Well, why does why is she involved? What's what's the benefit uh, she, for her to be involved in this bill? Well, we we've always been involved. Uh, uh, whatever it was, it, it was always a, a two person thing. And uh, uh, why is she involved? I guess for the same reason I am, because she wants to, to help people. And uh, generally, we we spend years going to homes bringing food and that and uh, the rule was you always go in Paris so uh, I initially started helping helping Shirley mainly because I didn't want her carrying the boxes of food now often she's carrying more than I am okay so you're giving back to the community and you don't may not realize it but what you've created, Bill, is a social enterprise. And I know that's a new term to some of the listeners and maybe to yourself, but it's all about giving back to community and engaging with the community. And that's, that's exactly. a very positive thing. So the question now, the final question is, how do people get a hold of you if they want to 
consider setting up a food table in their community? Well, they can leave a note on the table if I'm not there, or they can email me at mrfiber at outlook.com, or they can call me at 416-659-8713. Okay. Well, thank you very much for taking your time today. And uh, I look forward to seeing some articles in the newspaper about the successes that you've encountered. So thank you for your time, Bill. Well, thank you very much for taking the time to do this and for all you do.